0: Welcome to my travel podcast, Life's a Beach. Every week I invite a special guest to take us on a journey together to their favourite holiday destinations and to reveal their top travel tips and tales. Today flying with us we have TV royalty. He has been entertaining us for years. Whether it's on the radio or whether it's on TV. He is quite literally one of the UK's best broadcasters. Please welcome on board Jonathan Ross! This is the final boarding call for Jonathan Ross. Jonathan Ross, this is your final boarding call. Jonathan Ross! Jonathan Ross! Jonathan Ross! Jonathan Ross! Ross.
1: Thank you. What a lovely welcome. It's nice to be here with you. Thank you. Do you like me playing? I love it. I didn't know you had a private jet. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've done well for myself and I. I was a bit worried when you had to kickstart it, though, outside. (laughs) That was a bit of a concern, (laughs) I'm be honest with you. And I don't like the look of the pilot much. What kind of a
0: traveller are you? Because I've read your book. You remember that
1: book you wrote ages ago? Why
0: do I say these things? Contractual obligation book. Yeah, I know. But listen, that anecdote about Roger Daltrey, and I thought, you're just like me. You saw him come on. He put his eye mask on and fell asleep. But you
1: drank when you used to drink, I drank to, the bar dry. It's a I, working class thing, isn't it? Well, I, when I, it, was, it is a working class thing. It's like if there's, if there's booze that feels like free, and of course you've paid for a ticket, but if yeah. it feels like it's free booze, yeah. In the back in the day when I was thinking, this is a long time, I haven't drunk for 20 years, yeah. but I used to feel like it was, you know, you had to drink as much as possible <laughs> to sort of get your money's worth. Yeah, 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 you yeah. Know? It's like my uncle used to come to shows, I've got an Uncle Steve, who's like the black sheep of the family, and he used to come to my shows, and I couldn't have him come too often to the show because he would go to the green room afterwards and he oh. would drink everything. He could, and he'd be the last man standing. <laughs> Once he was there, we had Joanna Lumley on the show. And he, was there, he had two glasses in his hand. He had a gla- <laughs> like a pint jar full of champagne. And then he had a lady's champagne flute. I said, what's that? He said, Joanna Lumley was drinking it. because so I'm going to save it. And he put it on his shelf and he kept it there. For, I don't know what he did with it. But he, he kept Joanna Lumley's champagne flute. It was like a kind of shrine in this dodgy little flat he had in Wolfhamstone. <laughs> So tell us, where did you holiday as a kid? Was well, it Kent? We didn't holiday that much, to be honest with you, because my family were six kids. I, I can only actually remember three holidays. Oh we're welling up here, three holidays. We never party, went abroad. Um. Okay, the holidays were we had two holidays to Ramsgate. Yeah, <laughs> Well, we went as a family to Ramsgate, and we had we my, my parents had hired the top floor of a little rooming house. The lady who owned it lived below. A very nice old lady we had the top floor. And it was like the four boys were But in that in that situation, I think all six kids slept in one room. And mum and dad were in the other room upstairs. And there was yeah. a little kitchenette up there as well. Yeah. And they were nice holidays. I remember Ramsgate very well. I had, a, I had an incident. Two, two or three things I remember from those holidays very clearly. One was, I remember once, in a hurry to get to the beach, I was getting changed. I was pulling my trunks on quickly. And my hand caught in the elastic. And it flicked away. And I caught myself in the testicles. And it was the first time I'd Ooh. ever been pinged in Ooh. such a, a sensitive Ooh. region. And that, and that, it didn't ruin the holiday for me, <laughs> but it cast a cloud over the whole holiday because I was always thinking, I never want to have that pain again. No, no. And yet, I know I probably will one day. <laughs> that was it. And also, I broke my collarbone on one of the trips there because oh. we went to Margate Dreamland. Do you remember Margate oh, Dreamland? Yeah. Well, they brought it back now, of course. Margate Dreamland is back. Margate's trending. Our Banksy goes down there. Yeah, it does. Yeah, lots of famous. It's like a kind of like artisty place, isn't it? It's yeah, like yeah, Oxden yeah. by the Sea, isn't it? Um I haven't been there for a long while I like Margate, I like Ramsgate. But we went down to Margate Dreamland and they used to have a called the Astro Slide, which was a big slide with like little dips in it. So you go zip, zip, zip like that, and you'd be on a little... and I was going down there and my uncle John, my other uncle, who was also a bit of a black sheep to be honest with you, he had to leave London when he was wanted by various criminal groups. <laughs> But both of my uncles were involved in, in mm. shall we say, grey areas yeah. when it comes okay. to legality. And he was standing at the back, and as a joke, he was standing at the bottom. And, and I think he liked me a lot. I, I really liked Uncle John. He was very sweet to me. And he was standing there pretending that he wouldn't get out of the way. And guess what? He didn't get out of the way in time. And I hit him, he flew in the air, and he landed on me and broke my collarbone. And we had to go to the local hospital. So I spent the rest of the second holiday oh, with a castle. No. Um, but then one thing did happen to me that perhaps helped change my life, which is um, I was Ooh. already into comic books. And while we went to a news station one day and I found a, a comic book called Swamp Thing, which I'd never seen before. It's a new one out from DC and I bought it. And I've still got that issue. It was Swamp Thing number three and it was amazing. And that's what started, you think, you're collecting? I was already into it. Slash and it, it kind of, not hoarding, Adam, but it kind <laughs> of made me, it kicked it into a second gear. Yeah. And I became very, very passionate about them. So very fond memories of... Margate and Ramsgate, a lovely sandy beach. It seemed to be sunny. We played on the beach. We ate. We made our own fun in those days. Yeah, we? yeah. I remember one big game we had. Sorry, I'm going to not let you interrupt me there. One big game. <laughs> I dug a giant hole and we filled a sock we found with sand. Oh, wicked. And we ran towards the edge of the hole and we'd swing the sock over our head <laughs> as we dived in and we'd whack it and then it would help us do a flip into the hole. spent hours doing that. haven't oh, telling kids today about that. Let's play fill the sock all we needed was a sock and a hole
0: (laughs) because you know what people might not know this but your lovely late mum came up to me at your halloween party and said we are related aren't we do you remember and i was so excited because we come from the same area we are distantly related and i remember going over to jonathan jonathan your mum says we're related you went for fuck's sake
1: well i mean (laughs) i tried to stop her talking to people because she would always find some tenuous connection it was not it's quite a strong link is it really is. I don't know if I want to be involved with you. I saw who what? do you? I saw Fuck your. You. I saw your episode of Who Do You Think You Are, and you've got you've got a deserter in your I family. I don't know whether <laughs> I, I want to be tarnished I by know, that I, much, know, Alan. I, ah. know. I know this deserter, and then they, they, because they lead
0: it up, they say we survived the Battle of the yeah. Somme, the Battle yeah. of the Bulge. oh, why, why? And they he ran in the opposite
1: direction, dressed as a woman. Look, to be fair, to be <laughs> fair, Alan, both of us would have done the same thing. Yeah, I, know. I mean, <laughs> judge not, lest ye be judged, as they <laughs> yes. say. So, yeah, yeah. But no, we are related, and I forget that, and I'm very... But we don't look alike, do we? Thank God. (laughs) Well, neither of us got looks, let's be honest. Yeah. But you scrub up very well. Do you reckon? You just don't do it often. (laughs) (laughs) No, you do. I've seen you look very handsome. That's very kind of you. You do. You've got a handsome face.
0: You have. You're full of shit. No, no, I think you have. Do you know who I'm also distant related to? Paul
1: Gascoigne. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't surprise me. (laughs) Have you seen him recently? You're looking more and more alike. (laughs) For a man who used to play football, he does now look like a footballer, doesn't <laughs> yeah. he? God bless him. He's a, he's a sweet man, a lost soul. No, I I, Oh, yeah. I mean,
0: yeah. He, he's, he's really nearly related to me and stuff. Wow. So where do you go then, Um for you and Jay, where do you go for sexy time? Where do you find a romantic place? We
1: don't really, to be honest <laughs> with you. Not from want to time. I mean, we'd had a few nights at hotels. I'll be honest yeah. with you. But at the moment, my daughter's not very well, so she's at okay. home. So we're looking after her full time, and really, we can't go away anywhere. Oh, okay. Her. So at the moment, we we don't. But I mean, we have had some wonderful holidays together. We went when we were first going out. We would go away for like weekend breaks, places. So yeah. we go to Amsterdam was amazing. Oh. Barcelona went to amazing. Um, we went down to Brighton once. You know, mm-hmm. and when you're young and first in love, it doesn't matter where you are, does it? No, it doesn't no. matter where you are. You know, so we had, we had wherever we went, it was amazing. Um, and we have been back to, to lots of places. and We sometimes still, but normally. We love using holidays and opportunity to go away with the kids. Yeah. You know, yeah. even though they're all adults now. So we've been to some great places. We went to Iceland twice with the kids. and You told me
0: about a hotel and I've booked
1: it there. We love... The I, well retreat. You, the Blue Lagoon. Yeah. It's amazing. It's amazing. I booked it after you told me. Well, the thing is, we went there twice. And the main reason we went there for Jane anyway was Jane wanted to see the Northern Lights. Went yeah. there twice, didn't see him at all.
0: I was up in Norway and I never saw him. And then I got a photo of me in the car park waiting. It looks like I'm dogging.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, I mean, I'm sure that guy... I don't think that... Does it go on a nice they're very very sex positive, very open and frank mm. about sex in a way, which I find charming. Yeah. Um, but but we do love it. We sent some friends of ours, a nice couple, these two guys we know, we sent them twice. Well, I say sent them, we didn't send them. They were going anyway. <laughs> it's not Siberia. But we gave them the list because Jane is very, very methodical about holidays. Oh, right. She looks into all the fun things you can do. She finds things that none of the travel agents know about. Like when we went to Japan last time with the family, she said to them that we went to a, a group that planned these events and Jane said, well, I want to do this, this, and half the things they'd never even heard of. Like so we went to a place where you could make, you know, those wax facsimiles of food that you found in the shop windows. Yeah, there's a place you can go to in Japan a day trip where they show you how to make them. I made my own wax teriyaki. Not many wow. people have said that to you, Alan, <laughs> without it being a, without it being a euphemism. <laughs> So she plans, so she found some great things in Iceland. We went swimming over a crevasse in icy water. You yeah. can look down like half a mile into the earth. Oh, do you call it crevasse? I call it crevice. Well, you're wrong. Well, crevice <laughs> is spelt differently. Crevice is C R E V I C E. That's a small thing. Crevasse is C-R-E-V-A-S-S-E. That's a big old hole. I see, because I get cafeta and confetti mixed up. That's That could be unlucky yeah, you're not I'll a go doctor. Go back to that Starbucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go on, speak to me in Japanese. Uh, well, sukoshi wa karimasu. Demo mada josu jarimasen. Kyo wa nani oshimasu ka? Oh wow, what's we'll see what you're saying? I really can't speak Japanese. <laughs> I should, I can speak pidgin Japanese. I used to be able to communicate yeah. a little bit. So I said, sukoshi wa karimasu. A little, I understand. Yeah. Demo mada, but yet. Uh, then my mother Josu jare masen. I am not very good, so I've said I can speak a little, but I'm not very good yet. The other thing I said was Kyowa, which means Kyo is today, Wa means about. So you use Wa in a sentence to show what the subject is. So I say Watashi wa, which is about me. If I'm talking about me, uh, so Kyowa about today. Nani o What are you doing? And when you
0: speak to Japanese people, do they go, are they really impressed with that? Well, the awful
1: thing is, I mainly mainly try and speak Japanese to Chinese and Korean people. (laughs) And then Jane will say, that's (laughs) terrible. And I will say, I'm so sorry, but I'm so excited about the chance to speak Japanese. But no, sometimes I have spoken to them, and they are a little, I'll say, Koriwa, nandeska, you know, that means that thing there, what is that called? But then they'll tell me, and I won't understand it because my my Japanese has run out. Um, but certainly I think Because the are,
0: French don't like it When you go Poor L.A. And they go Oh what do you want They don't let you even finish You know, Bonjour Je m'appelle Alain Je cance
1: It's strange that Because when you speak uh, French In the Canadian parts of Canada Where they speak hey. French They appreciate you making it Yes Whereas In the, Paris they don't the, 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 the Parisians don't tend to But I mean I don't know Maybe it's something about you Alan I mean I find that <laughs> They quite like it When I try it Maybe it's the way <laughs> you're saying it Maybe You know what it is Yeah They think you're taking the piss what, because of my voice? I Possibly. I don't know what it might be. but I bet because even the way you said it to me then, like, Bonjour, hello. Right. <laughs> you, take the, you know what I mean? Is that something from a lower low? Exactly. <laughs> Good morning. I was pissing past the door. Why aren't they taking me seriously? <laughs> Maybe. But I don't, do, I don't deal with that. I don't want to deal with that. And I know you're not saying that, but the whole thing about French being this and, the, you know, because wherever I've been, I've found oh, right, people... I'm not to trying be to
0: start beef. Very, I don't want
1: to get clickbait. I'm just saying, love. You Brexiteers with all your anti-Europe stuff, mm. I don't want to get involved <laughs> in that. <laughs> when I am in Japan, I do try and speak Japanese. Mm. And, I, and I was using it as a kind of permanent lesson. I was in a lift yeah. once, and, um, and, and some Japanese words for us sound so similar mm. that we don't necessarily... So there's a word kawaii, which means cute, and kawaii, which means scary. And a woman came in with two children. I went, ah, quite, isn't they? So I said, aren't your children scared? Rather <laughs> well, then, aren't your children cute? you see oh, and she shoot. did pull them away from me yeah <laughs> understandably so I find it best not to but I mean I would like you know maybe I'd love to if you really want to learn a language I think you have to immerse yourself so you'd have to yeah. be there for six months or a year yeah and you would speak it every day and then you'd yeah. get to some degree of of proficiency but I think learning from lessons which I did and I stumbled on the writing because when you're trying to write Japanese you've got three whole sets of alphabet to learn it's very tricky god that's hard that's hard because you have been
0: banging on about, you know, Korean film and Korean culture for ages. And it's all sort of like now with
1: Squid Game I know. and
0: Parasite and everything. Have you ever been to Korea? Yeah,
1: I've been to Korea. I like Korea is like kind of like a duller version of Japan. I thought. I mean, really, for my for my needs anyway, because yeah. I so love Japanese culture. Although I much prefer Korean television and cinema these yeah, days. It's yeah. much, I think, more uh, more surprising and more kind of skillful and more kind of just 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 better in, in, for me. Um, and I, I, there aren't that many Japanese directors working at the moment that I'm really that. Excited about whereas yeah. there's a whole bunch of Korean directors out there, yeah. but Korea, I did like Korea. I mean, it's considerably smaller than Japan, of course.
0: But what's it like economically? Because you get the like with Parasite, you get this underlying social. I mean, I know it, obviously it's made up in Squid Games. You know the fact that they would rather do Squid Games than go back. I mean, I mean is, is there an underlying I mean I you know. You seem
1: to be under the impression I was backpacking through Korea. I was staying in a five-star hotel. <laughs> I don't know what the less fortunate in society are up to anywhere. I just passed through in a chauffeur-driven car uh, like, like you do, <laughs> Alan Carr. Well, sedan chair, thank you. Yeah, you know, you don't really unfortunately, I think unless you spend any real time there, I mean I've got a better idea No, I'm idea not, what, yeah, I'm not just saying. I mean, surely you looked out the window of your limo. I did, no. I wandered around a bit and I met people and I did enjoy it, but I don't think you necessarily know what it's like <laughs> for people because culture is so it's so kind of different to spot, mm. I think. For us, everything seems very other when we're yeah. there, you know, um, whereas I think if you were living there, you'd be more aware of what yeah, it's I like. Yeah, gonna... I don't but there, it's is... certainly, it certainly feels a very different society. I don't know if you watch this. I think at the moment, I'm not sure what it's called on Netflix. It's called something like All of Us Must Die or, you know, it's this thing. It's a really Cheery. fun series. Well, it's a 12-part series <laughs> about a kind of zombie, sort of a zombie outbreak mm-hmm. in a high school, but. A lot of it in the translation you don't get because you realize the whole system of announcing whether you're interested in someone romantically is so different and so formalized there and a lot of the kind of jokes they make you think i don't really understand that or maybe the translation's not good so i do think it's difficult for us to understand but i thought what was great about parasite was it felt somewhat universal as well yeah because you know it was people who work here as cleaners and and drivers are taken for granted and are treated as disposable in the same way they are there so i didn't feel that was a huge cultural difference no, for me when I was no. watching it.
0: Okay. <laughs> Have you ever been on holiday with a celebrity? Now we've sort of been on holiday together. When was that? Do you remember years ago, I think Addison, our late great manager talked me into it. Do you remember when you had that bus named after you in Wakefield
1: well, and I'm I was lo- the
0: only one who'd go up with you? I
1: love the fact <laughs> you approached it as a holiday. Yeah. <laughs> I was on, we went round Wakefield on a bus. Do you remember that? It, well, uh, well, you know what? I so appreciated you doing that because it was a long journey up and an even longer journey back. <laughs> I remember we had about an hour and a half waiting at one of the changes on the, <laughs> the train the way back, and we and they said, "Well, there's a little area you can go to." And we were sitting, the two of us, we'd run out of things to say to each other. And we were sitting in. A, a I mean, I of mean, like, all, I mean, I was your warm up on your show. So I
0: mean, to a, you know, to be with you, and then you know, trying to make conversation on a bus
1: going round Wakefield. We know, sh-
0: this is nice, isn't it? <laughs>
1: And it wasn't particularly nice. No No disrespect to Wakefield, but it was a rainy, cold day. Yeah, yeah. And everyone had made an effort for us. Is it still called the Jonathan Ross bus? You're asking the wrong person. (laughs) I get the impression you don't care. I mean, (laughs) I'll be honest with you, it was a very nice gesture, I suppose. I imagine people are quite confused when they get on it. If it is still called that, (laughs) I don't know. But um, it was... It was, uh, I think they, we were talking <laughs> about it on the show and, and I said something on the radio show about, oh, if they name a bus, they said, do you want to come up? I said, if you name a bus, they said, okay. And I went, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. And so we went up there, but it was still, I mean, it, it wasn't a memory I cherish, <laughs> <laughs> but, it, but it wasn't a bad experience. I no, think no, right. I enjoyed it. And it was made all the brighter
0: by your company. Oh, right, and all the anecdotes on the way down on the train. I, I can't, can't remember
1: a single one of them.
0: Oh, I remember one. What was that? I, I can't, you can't say on E. Which yeah. one was it? You, a film star came on to you. Oh, um, oh yeah, we you, can't you say can't, You can't say. Yes, yeah, 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 you yeah. see, and I was like shocked. No one, that never, you know, us gays, we all get together and we always recruit, try and get more gays. Yeah. You know what we're like. And then I well, never this, I never would have him on the gay list.
1: Well, I think he was someone who who perhaps <laughs> had always swung in each direction. But of course Hollywood being what it was back in the day, that yeah. sort of thing wasn't out there. But I think he um he asked me on a date because um we'd been discussing the work of Pedro Almodovar, who of course is, you know, a very, very kind of like brilliant director, but mm. also an openly gay man. Mm. And I think it was my love and knowledge of foreign film, mm. uh, particularly his genre and his canon of work, that made him think that I was probably yeah. up for a little bit of action. Mm. Um, and you know what? Maybe I should have gone. It would have been well, lovely. It would have been a marvellous anecdote and it might have been a nice evening out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so have you ever been on holiday with a celebrity? Oh, have yes. you Have been in a... Re-
1: Loads of times. Go on there and tell me then. Okay, so David Williams came away with us once with the family. Oh, and, lovely! But basically, I think David came. away. I love David Williams, but I think he's one of those people who doesn't can't be alone. You know what I mean? He can't be alone. I don't know what he is deep inside him, but he he can't be on his own. So he's always going on people. You always see him on Yeah, random Elton. Yes. with random people, without with anyone. He'll go away with yeah. anyone. He came away with us, and I think he was at a bit of a loose end. And I said, "Well, look, we're going away." With the family to Florida, I said, but we've got a house out there, but it's nothing grand, and we're not. And I said, I warn you in advance, we don't do anything. Yeah. We hang out at the house with the kids. You know, we yeah. go for a swim, we walk on the beach, we go to the local supermarket, yeah. maybe a trip to the mall. We don't do anything funny. He went, no, 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 it'll be fine. He was there within about three days. He was bored out of his mind. So well, let's do this. I said, David, no, I'm not doing that. No. Said, can't we go here I said, Well, no. I'm here with three little children. We can't. And it was his birthday. We we're out there, so we ordered some presents for him. And the children thought it was very funny. They they from a local shop, they bought a pair of frilly yellow knickers <laughs> and and uh, we wrapped some presents for him and I, I think he found all the presents a little bit disappointing to be honest with you i don't know what he expected but uh when he opened them you could see he was trying to make the best of it but i think in a way that was the final no in the coffee He'd never come away with the since. i've uh, been away with david would and his family oh that's nice back in the day back in the day and um when i was first on tv we hired um we hired a chateau, which I'd never done any such thing before. We hired Christian Dior chateau in the south of France. Oh wow! And we went out there with a bunch of people, and Vic Reeves and Bob Mortimer had uh, just become well known on TV, but it was through the, my company as it was then. It's not my company anymore. And so we invited them out, and they they made it into a biking tour trip, and they cycled across Europe to get to us, oh. and they came. So we had a, a we had a lovely time there. And um, Steve Naive was with us, who's like Elvis Costello's pianist, but he was my house band at the time. Roland Rivron was with us. And we had a very nice, very boozy all day. This was like mid-90s. Um, and I loved it. It was a wonderful place. And we thought, well, well this is nice. We, we must go back there. And we tried to hire it again. And they said, no, no, not for you. <laughs> so whatever we'd done, we were put on some sort of like, no, Black Christian Dior yeah. had put us on his yeah. blacklist. No! Yeah, yeah. It was Fuck. a lovely place. It was in, it was in between Grasse and Dragignon in the south of France. Oh, that's lovely. It was gorgeous. It, it slept about. and then So we hired it for two weeks, and one week I invited all my brothers and sisters and their partners out, and the other week we had all our mates out. And there was a bit of crossover, and there was a forest fire nearby as well one night. Oh,
0: that's exciting. Yeah, so
1: we all put on dinner suits and went down and watched the fire <laughs> and handed champagne <laughs> through the barrier to... To hard-working firemen who were trying to keep us from work. It was oh. very, but once again, very power-sight, site is. Yeah, I know. Yeah. but That's up that's the, the carers, isn't but it? But I was once again <laughs> struggling with my pigeon French out there, and I remember I was trying to speak to the lady who was the housekeeper, and I was trying to tell him, I'm sorry about the cushions, the children's feet were dirty. And what I'd actually said was, I'm sorry about the pigs, the children have injured their feet. <laughs> i got it all mixed up. I'm always doing that in France. <laughs> I mean, I remember I was wearing a very baggy Vivian Westwood uh, suit once, when we were in holidaying in the South of France with other group people. Jane's dad and a man there said to me, "I like your suit." And I tried to speak in French, and I, I said, "I thought I was saying it's very good for the beach." What I said was, "It's very good for the snow." <laughs> and he was like, "Is it really?" I'm like, "Oh yeah." "May we? May we?" "Sans doute." <laughs>
0: Bonjour, Monsieur Rose. Welcome to Paris. What would you like to eat? Maybe some croissant, baguette, rock, monsieur? Yes, please let me know. Tell us your most decadent hotel you ever said. We want vulgar, we want everything. I always use this example Robbie Williams in Switzerland. What was it? Was it a jacuzzi that came out the roof and rotated wow. 360 degrees. Wow. I don't want any of this all the toilet rolls in a point you get chocolate on your pillow. I want
1: decadent. I don't know whether I've stayed in a well we did hire a very very expensive um, suite in New York once and um, it was in a part of town that I wouldn't stay anymore. It's up near 45th Street and I wouldn't stay anywhere near Times Square anymore because they've ruined Times Square. It's just abomination now what they've done to it. Um, but Have they ruined it? Well, well it used screen. to have character in that, but now it's um They've put they, they've made it all pedestrianised and they've put these big bleacher seats up so you can look down what was once called the Great White Way. So you go there and it's just all people in bum bags sitting on plastic <laughs> chairs. Oh, no. It's like there's no hubbub, there's no buzz, no. no energy. And and now it's all just the same thing you see. versus a giant M M&M and M store. Yeah. Who needs a giant M M&M and M store? Yeah. You don't where well, there used to be like the Howard Johnsons, which might still be there, but there used to be signs. You know, there used to be vibrancy. There you think to be, of those amazing Jimmy Dean black and white yeah posters of and, him walking down the street and now it's just yeah. But then you know that's just uh, old people tend to say that about the way things are but i think anyone with any aesthetic sensibility would look at that part of new york now and would be forced to agree with me um but anyway we, we had this high hole cost of fortune i don't know why but we were there with the kids once again standing there and this was when i realized i was paying a lot of money for it is when we arrived they'd left presents for us in the room oh and they'd obviously looked us up on wikipedia and found things we liked so they would left me a very giant volume on the work of jack kirby the comic book artist and they left my wife something that was some interest of hers. And it was something for the kids. And it was like presents. That's amazing. In a hotel when we arrived. Wow. Yeah. And then you get the bill and you realise you paid for that as well. <laughs> but i tell you one. I had a great experience once in Japan. I was out there on my own. It's very few times I've been on my own. It was when, after I'd been to Korea because I was out there filming a series for um, BBC called...
0: Ja- ja- Japanorama. This was
1: a follow-up. To that. It was called Asian Invasion. It was about Japanese and Korean and, and Hong Kong filmmakers. And... Um, It wasn't a huge budget, but I'd upgraded myself. So I was paying for myself to stay in a a very nice room because I thought, I'm here, you know, I want to stay. So I was staying at the Conrad Hotel, which is down in a place called Odaiba, which is near, when you're driving in from Narita Airport, it's about halfway between Nitro Airport and and the centre of Tokyo. It's right near where their Disney World is. It's called Disney Sea as opposed to Disneyland. So Odaiba. And the Conrad Hotel, and they had a Gordon Ramsay restaurant downstairs, and they used to have a cigar bar there. And this is about when they smoked cigars. And I was very, and I'd had a long day, and it wasn't a particularly fruitful day. And I'd interviewed someone, I didn't think the interview went very well. And it was like, oh, God, this show, have we, have we got a good show in. It turned out to be an okay show, but I was concerned at the time. I went up to the room, and I was pretty tired. And I remember thinking, you know what, I'm going to treat myself to a nice evening. I'm going to phone down and get really lovely room service. I looked on the TV, and the new Godzilla movie that just opened, Shin Godzilla, was showing. I thought, that's me for the night. So I phoned down, and it was such luxury because I phoned down and said, I'd like to order from the room service menu. And I knew it was a Ramsay restaurant. Blah, blah. I, said, I said, I know it's a bit of a liberty, but there's something that you can get in the Gordon Ramsay restaurant that isn't on the menu here. <laughs> he does a lavender creme brulee. I said, is there any chance? And they said, well, leave it, leave it with us, Mr. Ross. And they obviously phoned London, got the recipe. They made me the lavender creme brulee. Oh, wow. gets better. So then I phoned down, I said, I know I'm in a non smoking room. I said, but I do enjoy a cigar. Do you, is there any, could you think I'd be able to smoke a cigar in there? They said, leave it with us, Mr. Woss. Half an hour later, they bought me up a cigar, cigar can, and they let me smoke in the low smoking room. Wow. Then I phoned down, I said, I'm about to have a wank. Is there any chance you could send me up a large box of tissues? And they said, no, we want you to leave the hotel. The first two parts of that story are
0: true.
1: And I remember thinking, oh, this is... And, you know, it was a combination. They knew I was famous in the UK, yeah, I guess, yeah. and also that I'd stayed there before with the family, so they knew we were customers who yeah. would come back. And I love that hotel. But I, I've never stayed in a bad hotel in, in, in Japan. I mean, no, I've stayed in no. some wonderful places, and they're all, they're all tremendous.
0: Well, you've got that Japanese toilet. And it does everything, I doesn't it? I have four it? Japanese
1: toilets in my life. Wow. Two, two at home in London, one here in my office yeah. and one at my house in the country. Now, the two in London are different. The one upstairs is a toto, <laughs> and that does quite a lot. The, basics. the one downstairs, which I would recommend, is a gerberit. And uh, <laughs> that has the automatic leaf, lid that flips up for you when you walk towards it. That's what Paul loves. And the seat is warmed. Actually, yeah. sometimes in the winter, even if I don't want to go to the toilet, <laughs> I, just go, <laughs> I just go and sit down on the warm seat for a couple of minutes just to give myself a little lift. I mean, I know this is ostensibly at holidays, but that's like a mini break.
0: Yeah. Well, that,
1: that old toilet, it's like Alton Towers for your ass. It's beautiful. It's yes, beautiful. so much. Log flume, everything. You can change the angle of where the nozzle sprays, the intensity of the spray. You can Honestly, have it oscillate if you wish. It's dry amazing. Dry dry. You know, hair hairdryer comes out and blows you dry afterwards. Yeah. Oh, it's a perfect toilet. This one in here is more basic, but it's a very nice one. Yeah. yeah. I'd like you to try and give me your review. Oh, I will. I will after you this. You I will after this.
0: Okay. You may get off the toilet now. Your ass is so clean. I could eat off of it. Thank you. Do you dabble with street food? You talk about um, Japan. street food. I
1: love street food when we're out there. Best street food I've had was probably in Hong Kong mm. when I first went to Hong Kong. Which was uh, uh, when was that? That was kind of like late eighties. Mm. I went over there to interview Jackie Chan before he was well known internationally. Mm. He hadn't made any. He hadn't had any international hits yet. He'd made. He'd been in two Western movies that I know. As one was, um, he was in the end of uh, Cannonball Run Two, and he'd also made a film called. Um, a rumble in the Bronx, which was a bit of a flop, but then he went on to have hits after that. But and I was a huge Jackie Chan fan, and still Am I love Jackie? Um, he's been here to this office, in fact, where we're sitting now. Really? And I used to have some posters up of him down the end there, they're elsewhere now. But I had one which was from Police Story 2, which is an amazing film. And he came and he went, Oh, this poster, went, yeah. And I'd got them when I was there from his film company Golden Harvest was shutting down when I was there and the head of Golden Harvest said to me and I said what are you doing with all this stuff he said well we're throwing most of it away I said well the post and pictures so I filled up a giant travel bag he let me have them he said have what you want with lobby cards and posters from there Uh, and I've still got them all so I framed this picture and Jackie said to me oh this good poster of police star I said yeah yeah it's a good one Jackie he went Jackie Jackie does not have this poster I went oh that's a shame he went so kind of you big Jackie fan to give to me I went Absolutely fucking not. There's <laughs> no way I'm giving you my police story two poster. And the fact that you haven't got it just makes it all the sweeter. Yeah. I didn't say it actually. <laughs> no, no. I just said, no. oh, I'm afraid not. But I kept it. Um, so I loved the street food in Hong Kong. And one of the theories that I was given, which is Do you one have of the was- chicken feet? Do you go that far? I try them. I had a feast in Japan. I'll tell you about in a minute, but that didn't I think I might have eaten a chicken I'll, I'll put most things in my mouth, Alan. you know <laughs> me um, but i had uh, uh one of the reasons why I think it's so vibrant out there is Hong Kong real estate is very expensive, and a lot of people stay with their families and live in small you know quite crowded accommodation as they do in Japan and so they go out. there's a more vibrant street kind of culture, I think, and that's also why cinema is so important because it? you go out a lot more mm. and you go out and see movies you know um but in Hong, my my kind of it wasn't street food, but the weirdest food I had was I, I when I was filming once. I there's a delicacy in Japan which is puffer fish, and of course the reason why puffer fish is a delicacy is because the reproductive glands of the female puffer fish are incredibly toxic, can kill you or put you in a coma, and so it's actually in the constitution. Mm-hmm. typical, isn't it? Yeah, oh, yeah, that's why. Yeah, if you want to me gay, if you want to deal in that lazy misogyny, <laughs> I'll I'll stand out your way. You you go. <laughs> You know what I'd rather eat? Anyway. <laughs> anyway. It's a delicacy, though, because you can't eat it. But if you have a little bit near the area, it, the toxins in it give you a lovely tingling sensation in your lips and mouth. It's like when you've been to the dentist and the drugs are wearing off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when the feeling's coming back, it feels nice, doesn't it? It's yeah. all tingly. So you get that vibe. And it's in the constitution that the emperor is not allowed to eat puffer fish. In case, Just in case he has a bit too much. Case in case kills him, because it's very Moorish. Um anyway, it tastes a... like, pufferfish. fish? Well, it tasted, what was interesting about this meal was I had, I think it was a seven or eight course meal and every course was (laughs) pufferfish. So I started with pufferfish sashimi, which had a, it was, it's a sort of a white flesh and it's sort of um, not dissimilar to yellowtail, I felt at the time, but it might have been the sauces on it. Then I had a pufferfish risotto. Then I had, I ate the pufferfish bones that had been deep fried and so they were like a crunchy snack. Yeah. Then I think we had some sort of like puff of his steak. I can't remember. And at the end of all this, my lips were well tingling. And at the end of all this, I was thinking, you know what? I don't really need to see another Posh Fristone. He said, we've got a special dessert for you, I think, at last. You know what he gave me? What? A strawberry. <laughs> no, seriously. It was just, just one big strawberry. strawberry. One big strawberry. Beautifully prepared and served up. Just cut nicely. Just a strawberry.
0: What's it? Just a strawberry.
1: It was a large one, if that yeah, makes it. But still, nice. I expected a bit more.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I expected
1: a lavender crème brûlée. A bit of on the side wouldn't have gone amiss, would it, and it No sugar on it. Wasn't even any icing sugar spread on it. God. Or some space rocks. <laughs> space rocks. <laughs> Nothing. But it was a lovely, memorable meal. Hello, sir. How would you like
0: your puffer fish? We can have it battered puffer fish, boiled puffer fish, fried puffer fish, salty puffer fish, sliced puffer fish... Or just roll a puffer fish. Pufferfish. Tell us a UK gem, somewhere that you love. It can be it can be a cove, it can be a beach, it can be something that you go to, you go, Oh what, I feel home here or well, to back
1: to I it. love going to Swanage. We've got a house in Swanage yep, down there, yep. just past Bournemouth, and we love it down there. That's beautiful. I love the area. I like the people there. I like the um, the amusement arcade, because I like amusement arcades. I yeah. used to love it. anywhere you can go and shove pennies in. And, yeah, you know, yeah, I love that, yeah. I love all that. Uh, I love Brighton. Brighton's wonderful. though the beaches I don't care for, because I don't like a stony beach. I like a sandy beach. But Brighton itself is a lovely place to visit, of course. Uh, have you ever been to the Wookiee Hole? No, I haven't. The Wookiee Hole, which is up near Glastonbury somewhere. I can't remember. I probably got that wrong. But anyway, we went on a road trip one year. It was after the terrible events of 9-11. My wife mm-hmm. said, well, I don't want to fly anywhere. So I said, well, let's go on a road trip around the UK. So we went from our house in London. We went down to Brighton. Then we drove along the bottom of the coast. We did, and then we drove up uh, and then up through um, Wookiee Hole. And you stop. And Wookiee Hole, these giant caves you can go down. And they They're amazing. You go in and they're huge, and you go in. It's, it's a wonderful day out, and there's all things you can do while you're there. You can do paper making, where you press the the stuff together like the wreaths together, make paper, make papyrus, and uh, that's all I can really remember. But I know there's other attractions there as well. And then we drove from there up towards Blackpool. Had oh, a little yeah. stay in Blackpool. I love Blackpool. <laughs> I, I love.
0: Turn the lights on once there. Have you ever turned the lights on, Jonathan?
1: Yes. Oh shit mm, mm-hmm. They'll have anyone They'll have anyone
0: <laughs> I did a Radio 2 show On the back of a tram well, Because I mean Health and safety Out the window Yeah I mean z- 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 You know And the sparks coming <laughs> off And I was wearing a,
1: Like a polyester jump That's what I like I About do. Blackpool though You get the feeling that's <laughs> That kind of like Level of Shall we say Urban <laughs> Caution <Yeah>. Doesn't exist <laughs> yeah. um, So I love it And you get great Fish and chips in Blackpool And they've still got That sign there Popper's Tempe Poppers 10p. Yeah. Old style poppers, amyl nitrate poppers. Yeah,
0: yeah. For 10p. Yeah, they're out on a little thing, 10p
1: poppers with a big arrow. I've got a funny story about poppers that I'd like to tell you after we finish this recording. (laughs) They give me an awful headache. They give everyone a headache. Why does anyone do poppers? I don't know why people do poppers, Are they but they legal make you. The, poppers? They make
0: you instantly horny. It's very. Uh, I well, don't enjoy it. I don't need that. <laughs> um, but we okay. I will tell you the
1: popper story. We had some um, in the early, very early days of the relationship. I bought some. I thought, well, I want to try it. I want to yeah. find out what all the fuss about. So we had some. And we kept it in the fridge. We had a little tiny mini fridge in our bedroom. <laughs> kept it in the fridge. Oh no! Used it once. Didn't do much for me. Gave me a headache. Yeah. Right. Same there, you as me. there you go. There you go. So Especially in the fridge. And then when we were moving out of that house, moving to a second house, Jane's mum, my wife's mum, came out to help us move out. And she opened up the, she opened up the fridge and she went, "All some aromatherapy." And she opened it. She opened it out and she went, "Oh dear, oh dear, what is that?" I, it's pure lavender essence. Gave herself quite a headache as well. Oh, I do you reckon we'll get free poppers if we mention it enough? Do you I'm, want free poppers? I don't know. No, I'm, I'm, you don't really go to Blackpool. They're ten p each. You're yeah, going to them. You get a lifetime supply for about fifty quid. I'm not made of money. Uh, you know what it is? Is sometimes though you get the thing when you're younger. I think you're always looking for something extra, aren't you? Yeah. And you get a certain age, where you think. You know what? This is enough. <laughs> yeah. It's fine.
0: I get headache enough without you yeah. know yeah. buying a headache. It's like yeah. buying a headache. Yeah. Buying it's ten p. Can I have headache, please? <laughs> it's punch me in the face. <laughs> yeah. Now, did I dream this or your show, your chat show, when it was on BBC, did you do a series from America,
1: L.A.? Um, did I dream that? You sort of dreamed it. Here's what we did. was When I was doing my Channel 4 show years ago, yeah, we did two weeks live from New York and one week live from L.A. Ah. And do and you like L.A.? I like... I mean, there's nowhere I don't like, Alan. To be honest with you, no, I no, do no. I like LA because it provides people who are with plastic. Years it's ago, crap if you'd and... have said to me, "Where where do I want to live?" If I was living in America, yeah. I would have said New York. Yeah. Now I might veer towards LA, even though I don't. Uh, I wouldn't want to live in America anyway, just because of their insane gun laws. Simple yeah. as that. Yeah. So I wouldn't want to live there. But if I were to live there, and sometimes we have discussed it, because Jane's career is movies, and that's really where the movie industry yeah. is. And so, the, you know, we could move there very easily, and she would have work, and I would have. Probably even more spare time, um, uh, but I like the temperature there. Mm. I like the weather. I like the ease of it. What I don't like is the fact that you don't really walk anywhere. No, you know, so you find yourself some driving somewhere so you can go for a promenade. Yeah. Uh, but I like I like being in London, even though I don't walk that much. But I like I walk- like a walk after dinner, and they think
0: you're homeless if you walk. And then you say yeah. to an American, "I will say, um, where's the <laughs> shop?" And you go, "Oh my God, you'll have to get a cab down there." And it's basically there. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. there. It's and three blocks like-
1: away. Yeah. And I like a walk. But also, I like weather. And you don't really get weather there. I mean, I like here. I like, even though this is a grim time of year, as we're sitting here talking at the beginning of February, you know, and it it can be nice. Of course, you get a sunny day, you get a snowy day. But most of the time, it's sort of grey, really. And no one likes just the damp greyness, but I like the fact that you edge into spring and yeah. everything changes, and you feel oh spring's coming, and then you edge towards summer, and it's summer, and then you yeah. edge towards autumn, you get the lovely autumn leaves, and you get the pumpkin latte it gets in stock at Starbucks, and then you edge winter, and it's winter oh, time. It's yeah. They don't have that in in LA. They don't have, LA, they do don't they? have it. They have, basically, they have like it's either sort of eighty degrees or ninety degrees, you know, or there is smog. Do you ever go skiing? I have been skiing several times. I was like it? I like skiing. Oh, I hate skiing. I can't go skiing anymore because of my wife's health, but I would love to go skiing, but I can't go skiing or horse riding anymore. I can't anymore. imagine you skiing. Well, I beg your pardon? I just can't imagine you skiing. Well, well do you use your imagination a bit harder. <laughs> what do you mean? You think I'm not a sporty type, Alan? Oh, no, I just can't see you, like, you You know, can't going see down me
0: going down a... Okay. I can't see it. Sorry. Sorry, and p- if that makes me a bad person. I
1: almost killed myself skiing. Oh no! Don't. Is this a sad story. No, we went. Well, I'm still here. <laughs> oh so, yes. I mean, if, we went skiing. I had some poppers and then went on the. Floor. We went skiing. and I was going down. I was going maybe a bit faster than I should. And we had an instructor, and she went, "Drop, drop, drop." And I went, "I beg your pardon." She went, "Drop." So I just dropped on the floor, and I'd gone towards a bit of an edge, and the bit the fence that was marking the don't, edge don't, 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 had don't. fallen off. And she knew it was the big edge of a crevasse, not crevice. <laughs> it was a giant edge, and I almost went over it. Because I was going towards it, and it all looked just white to me, but there should have been a fence in. And oh, we no looked over, and this fence firm. had fallen over. Someone had knocked the bloody oh, fence no, 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 over. no, no, there's no. There's your health. It was as bad as Blackpool. No health and safety.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I spent the whole skiing holiday just hanging onto this tree. It just wasn't me, you know. And then uh, there's kids, because they, they let the kids learn it early, don't they? You're being like, overtaken uh, but can I by just ask boy, you,
1: went skiing in, I bet you went in Europe, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, you see, we never did. And you know why? Because they take it too seriously. We went skiing in America. Well, we we went in Vermont and we went in Lake Tahoe. And that's amazing because you've got all the joys of an American ski resort, all the joys of an American city, all you've ever Language is the same, no problems there. Is I enjoyed
0: the for? apres ski. I enjoyed that, having like a pint at 11am, you know, with no no guilt.
1: So we went to Centre Parks, so and I remember you have to book everything very early. I said, let's go bowling, kids. We went to the bowling. Only stop was available, 6.30 in the morning. So it was all <laughs> that kind of thing, that. you know. But anyway, we had a lovely break. But I remember going out one to the water park. We went to the water park. And there was a load of heavily tattooed gentlemen sitting outside, ten thirty in the morning, pints of bitter. I thought this is Britain. It kind of made me feel a bit proud. It's a bit like when you go to the airport and it and they're all drinking, and some of them aren't even going on a flight; they're just uh, going there. For- tell you a story about an airport. I was going. Uh, I was flying to um uh LA one, one year after the comedy awards, and I went to the. Uh, it was the night after the comedy awards. And we went down there. It was the year Tom Jones had been on collecting and no giving an award because he's not a comedian, of course, and um him and his son, Mark, who I knew quite well, I bumped into him. And, they were sat, and it was an early flight. We were there about 10 in the morning and they had about six pints laid up in front of them. I went, guys, I said, I don't want to, I'm not judging, but what are you doing? He went, the thing is, Jonathan... <laughs> you can't get a decent pint in LA. <laughs> so they were having six <laughs> pints before they got on the flight as a like a kind of, just take as much with us as we can. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember him
0: on Chatty Man, Tom Jones is there with the old, last to leave the cleaners were cleaning around him. But he wasn't Tom. pissed. He was just sitting there oh, drinking. He, he, bigger, I love him. He's got a barrel chest to store it all in. Yeah. As we start our descent into Tokyo, can you please make sure your armrests are down, your tray tables are up, and your gobs are shut, you miserable bastards? Well, listen, we're about to start our descent now, so this is a quick fire round, very All right. quick, oh, okay? Come, bring them at me. Fong or sarong? Sarong. Full moon party or full English breakfast? Both. You have to pick one. Why are you spoiling the quiz? Why do I
1: have to pick one? Because it's a quick-fire quiz. Well, but, but it's not... There's no prize, is there? <laughs> OK, full English. OK, yeah. St Ives or St Lucia? St Ives. Bathroom steal or buy for real? Just steal for you some of the cosmetics and the shampoos. And... Well, that's not stealing. They're there for you. I do take them with me, yes, but that's not stealing, and I... How much have you taken? A towel? I've Dressing taken, gown. I've never taken a towel. Dressing gown. But I've got to tell you Table. a funny story about a comedian who stole a lot of towels once when I was doing a benefit at Wembley. He filled a whole sausage bag. He had a sports bag with him. I said, these towels aren't even good quality. He said, yeah, but free. I said, they're not free. <laughs> they belong to Wembley. He filled a bag. He filled a bag. Meanwhile, Elton John singing out the front <laughs> to benefit children. This comedian was filling a bag with the thinnest, scratchiest towels you've seen in your life.
0: Nudist or not on your Nelly. Uh, I'd go nudist. I'd give the girls a treat. <laughs> oh God!
1: <laughs> Last but not least, fuck 'em or tip 'em. Oh, tip 'em every time. Yeah, yeah. Tom Did... Joes went fuck 'em, then tip 'em. Oh, oh, <laughs> you meant. Fuck him in terms of don't care. Yeah, or not yeah, not yeah. yeah, have yeah no, of course. I, I thought you did. meant: Are you offering intercourse as a gratuity? <laughs> are you saying, thank you so much for looking after my room? Would you like me to adopt the missionary position, or shall I squat on? New- I'll be bottom and I'll go on all fours. No, always tip. I'm a very, very consistent yeah. tipper. I mean, my wife has terrible tip anxiety all the time. And I and I tease her. I don't know why. I mean, I always tip. uh, And she'll say to me, "Did you tip?" And I start saying, "Oh, I forgot." She goes, "Oh my god! Oh my god! We've got to go back." And and then uh, then I'll let her suffer for like thirty seconds. Of course, I did.
0: We find out Deliveroo sometimes the riders tip. I remember did it once. I gave him no tip, and I thought, no wonder he threw the hamburger at the door. Oh, and then I like put it back. I put it up because I mean, you
1: we know, we have cash by the uh, door so that if we do forget to see it, we can drop. Points.
0: Oh, that's a look! Handy hint: this podcast is full of Hints. Sometimes hands.
1: Deliveroo. When you order from the dodgy ones that aren't using, them, not dodgy. When you order from people who aren't doing the Deliveroo service, <laughs> although it's dodgy, and they always say it's ten minutes. It's always forty. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> if you order from them, you can't put a tip on that because it's their own driver. Oh. So you've got to have some coins. but We have a little jug of coins by the door.
0: I'm going to get myself a little bit of coins. I'll put them there next to the poppers by the front door.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Poppers are a lovely treat as well, but if someone's getting back on a scooter... <laughs> I've got no money, but I've got some poppers. It's February. (laughs) It's snowy outside. He's bought you a lovely croque monsieur, right? And and before he he gets back on his moped, (laughs) you're making him inhale something, which is going to give him a blinding migraine. At least he'll be horny on the way home. Yeah, that's lovely for the next couple, (laughs) isn't it? He he knocks on the door with his erection. or Or the... The bag, the delivery bag's hanging off the end of it. <laughs> on that note, I think we're going to just, uh, yeah,
0: disembark.
1: I've just got I've just got to tip the captain. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, John. It's my no pleasure. So thank, you thank you for finally having me on the podcast. Oh, I'll, no, I'll be honest, I, I was feeling just... snubbed. I mean, you've done some terrible guests. <laughs> shocking sea listers <laughs> and I'm sitting here I'm waiting for my call and when I'm, do I get the call? Well Check I don't want to bother you Who fell out this week we that you called me the last time? I know We've someone fell out yeah, I know someone fell out the We've last always minute Always wanted you you know that Yeah it's probably Joe Lysette said he couldn't do it he was too busy winding up the government and you came and knocked on my door <laughs>
0: Thank you for flying Alan Air I'll thank you, Jonathan, for flying Alan Air. It was so much fun. And listen to all those people at home listening along. Please give us a five star review and spread the word because, as we all know, life's a bitch.